This is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast, hosted by Roman Prokopchuk, bringing you all things digital marketing, tech, business, and motivation. What's stopping you from becoming relentless in all aspects of life? Are you ready to become a digital savage? Let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk and this is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast. Today I have with me LT Bourne. He's a writer, filmmaker, speaker, and philanthropist. He's the author of It's Not a Man's World, How I Conquered the Sins of My Father. Thank you for joining me today. It's a pleasure to be here, Roman. I'm excited. Awesome. Thanks for uh, coming on. So tell me a little bit about your story. How did you get to the uh, 2019 you? I mean, my my journey is is still ongoing. You know, I'm I'm still unraveling parts uh, about myself. You know, writing that book taught me so much about uh, my weaknesses. I feel as though I haven't lived life to my full strength as yet. And so, my journey, I believe, honestly, is just beginning at the age of 28. I believe my whole life I've been holding on to insecurities, I've been holding on to fear, I've been holding on to my childhood trauma. And even though I progress, I haven't progressed in the way that I could have progressed if I wasn't holding on to those things. And so my journey, you know, it started for me um, when I was 20 years old, I moved out of my mom's house to to find my path, you know. And at that time, me and her relationship wasn't on good terms. Um, but I had to move because I felt as though she didn't understand me and she didn't understand the path that I wanted to walk. And so my journey started from there. I lived with my friend for a while. And it was two years later, my closest friend died in a car crash. And that was a wake-up call for me in regards to relationships, um, in regards to my own personal life. Sad to say, my relationships got better after that because I realized how sacred life is, you know. And from his death, I, I pledged to myself that I was going to live a life dedicated to helping young males get on the right path. Um, I didn't want them to lose out on the gems of life and when I set that goal I personally had to make that step within myself and so my first step was getting a degree so I enrolled in an online course I got my degree in business management Um, during that process of attaining a degree I uh, started a youth talk show it was called Open Thought and Every week we would meet and we would discuss issues that were affecting us and affecting the country. Um, and we would, start, we would discuss also social issues. And from Open Thought, it inspired me to pursue a bachelor's degree in psychology. And so um, two, I spent two years um, studying psychology in the United Kingdom. Got back home last year and I was in the unemployment lounge for about a while and 
while unemployed, I, I just was observant, you know, because a part of having uh, having gone through a psychology program is, is, is to observe socially. And so I just was observing. I was just looking at the trends. And one trend I, I began to realize is the fact that there are a lot of guys walking these streets without their fathers in their home. And I'm like, wait, hold on. You know, like this, this is this is alarming here. You know, and in psychology, we learn about the importance of a mother and a father relationship in the kid, and to be um, reintegrated in my community and see that most homes in my community were were feminine homes. It wasn't homes where there was a lot of males. It was it was a big uh, uh, red flag in my book, and so. I quickly started journaling about my experiences, um, my traumas, and eventually that journal turned into a book. And that's, and my observation is the reason why I came up with the name, It's Not a Man's World, because in my world, in my community, we didn't have a lot of male dominant figures in the home. Our homes were predominantly women teaching us how to be men. And as you know, that's not the way it should be. And um, since then, since writing my book, I've been um, promoting it uh, through my pre-sales. Currently, my book is on pre-sales. It launches on September 24th. And my, the whole process for me now is hitting the community problem at its core. And the core is raising awareness that we don't have enough male figures um, in the homes right now. We need more males to step up. To it, it, it's one thing to bring a child in the in the world, but you have to stick through that process of raising a child. And so for me, my whole I'm dedicating my whole life now to to raising that awareness and 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 strengthening the family structures within my community. No, that's awesome. Um, I, uh, well, my father was around, but he wasn't around in the sense, like kind of same thing. My, uh, my mom really raised me. He was working or not really paying attention to us. And I actually haven't spoke to him in about 11 years, but the, wow. the transition of that, like, you know, there was like, you know, uh, physical abuse and stuff like that, um, mm. like domestic abuse. So like when I was little, I, I told myself I wouldn't be like that. You know, when I grew up, I would try to be a role model. So for the uh, past year, me and my wife have been foster parents. So we've had six, six boys and one girl in our home, uh, two of which we've had for a year that we thought we were going to adopt. Mm. And uh, they ended up getting reunified and going back to their biological mom. But I basically stepped up and my wife, but me from the, you know, male sense in terms of being the father that all of them never had because none of them had the the father in their life to begin with. It was all their moms and they got taken away from their mom. So seeing and and seeing them develop because the, the two children we had, two brothers, um, for a year, uh, one we, we got when he was before his third birthday and one was about 15 months old. So we had him almost till four and till like two and a half. So we saw that development and I saw personally that kind of male role model or that male presence, you know, yes. guiding and how important it is. So I think it's really important. It is important. And, you know, that that's the purpose of this book to 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 raise that importance. You know, imagine if you wasn't in those kids lives, you know, so I applaud you for taking that step, you know, having that that awareness to to realize that, you know, this is needed. 
you know? And, and it's those small things that helps our society to get better because when you check the statistics, 90% of males, 90% of the jail population is males. And out of that 90, 70% of those males are fatherless. So you're helping by, by taking up that role, you're helping those males to get ahead in life and, and, and walk a much positive path. Yeah, I agree. And with that correlation, I mean, they're never taught how to be a man from a man. And if they are, exactly. the, the role models they do have to look up to oftentimes aren't the right role models or don't give the right you know impression or the, yes. the right, right skills aren't being taught to them. Yes. Now, I was going to ask you, what, uh, what motivates you to succeed? Wow, that's a, there's a lot of things that motivates me. For me, I, I get energy off of seeing other people happy, um, seeing other people thriving. Like, it, it, it makes me, I don't know, it, it pumps me up to know that, you know, I've contributed to someone's success. And so, th- for me to get up every day and, and, and write a book or, or be on a talk show or be involved in the community that that fuels me that gives me motivation and when people come and they ask me questions um it, it it makes me feel important it makes me feel a part of the society and so that pushes me to get more knowledge it pushes me to become a better person knowing that i have such a great value to my community no i agree um, yeah and that's know? really important about the book, obviously it's targeting to um, growing up in terms of a male role model. Is there anything else the audience should know about the book or uh, how you know how it can help or who it's targeting specifically or anything like that? Yeah, so the book is not entirely a book that's gonna be about not having a father. The book is also gonna talk, talk about my journey to self-discovery and how I was able to define my life and also find myself. Um, it's, it's, it's a journey of finding myself and also healing from my father's uh, rejection. And so when you get the book, not only will you be able to come to grips of your relationship with your father, if it was a, a relationship like mine where he wasn't there at all, um, you will also have a lot of life lessons, a lot of uh, words of wisdom to carry along with you when you read this book. And so you're not going to get a a one-dimensional book. You're going to get a book that gives you a full view of of what life is without a father and also the things to look out for on on your journey and the things that you should do on your journey. No, that's that's awesome that it's kind of two different perspectives, a personal and an all-encompassing one. So in terms of some of the weaknesses you may have had when you were younger, what's one thing that you took that was a weakness and turned it into a strength that you utilize today? I would say um, when I was growing up, I had a, a, a fear of people not accepting me, accepting my views because, you know, when, you, when you're rejected from your father, um, you walk around thinking that everybody's going to reject you. And so you become more of this people pleaser, this more, more of a yes person. And so for most of my life, you know, that was a weakness of mine. You know, I, I couldn't stand up for my own beliefs. I couldn't stand up for who I was. And when, my, when I lost my friend in a, in a car accident, it, it, it gave me, 
it gave me more courage to be who I am. It, it, it gave me the strength I need to enroll in universities and earn degrees and and, and start a, a, a talk show and and write a book. That 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 one incident just 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 gave me a whole heap of courage to to be who I am because I realized how short life was. And I, and I couldn't be a yes person anymore. I had to be someone who stood up for who I was and, and what I believed in, you know? And if this the saying goes, if you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. And so I, I didn't want to be someone that was a sheep. You know, I wanted to lead in my own way. You know, even if I'm walking this path alone, it's, it's my path. It's a path that I've created by myself. And so I'm fine with it. You know, may, maybe some years along the line, someone will see this little pathway and they'll walk this little pathway too. And so you, you just have to continue to, to stand by who you are. And, and that's something that I later on came to grips with uh, along my journey. No, I agree. And I think that's all part of kind of the growth process and, you know, maturing and moving on in life. And some people never realize it, you know, ever in their lives. They still True. stay that kind of person based on some of the uh, the traumas and yeah. neglect that they've been through. And some kind of make that step and make that choice to don't let it hold them back or hold them down and kind of live their own lives and not let it impact them. And you know, Roman, I think a lot of people aren't aware of their traumas, you know, because it's become so integrated into who they are. And if you take away their traumas, then they don't know who they are. It makes them afraid. And so if this book can at least bring you to that awareness, then I've succeeded. No, oh, yeah, that's awesome. Um, you know? Yeah, some people hide behind kind of that. Yeah. That cloak of uh, part of that insecurity is what happened to them, but they're too scared of get, getting out of it. So they just right, exactly. get there. So what's one piece of advice you can leave with the audience, personal or professional? Find your truth and live your truth to the fullest because you don't know who's watching you. And there's always people watching you. We live in the age of social media where people don't even have to be your friends to keep up with what you're saying. They can just stumble upon your page and that, that one message on your page can just shift the course of their life. And so live your truth and live it loudly. Don't don't go by what society says. Don't go by what you was raised on. Don't go by what the school taught you. Don't go by what, what you're seeing and hearing on the news and TV. Take time out to find out who you truly are because there's too many people that are living by other people's definitions and, and perceptions and not defining their own. And for me, that's something I, I wrote a whole entire chapter on in my book. Like, it's so important for us to, 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 to define ourselves. And, and once you define yourself, live by your definition of who you are and understand that we are human beings. And because we are human beings, we are ever evolving beings. And so you're always going to be evolving once you find out this person and life is going to take you through so many stages to test this this new person that 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 you discovered that it's going to mold you into an even stronger person once you found yourself so you have to really and truly at some point in your life take time out to figure out who you really are and question everything question your whole entire belief system and yes you're going to be afraid. Yes, there's going to be something that um, that takes you completely out of your comfort zone, but you have to stick with it. And once you stick with it, once you keep digging through that dirt, eventually you'll find that diamond. 
No, I agree. And I think the, the, the whole social media thing also that it uh, it paints a false narrative oftentimes of how life is because it's highlights of your life. No one is, you know, traveling 100%, maybe 1% of people are traveling, let's say 100% of the time are living this, you know, glamorous lifestyle. And it's just, you know, highlights of your life, like the positive oh. thing. So when somebody looks at it and they look at their own life, they try to emulate somebody else that has the yes. same struggles as they do and not understand that they're obviously not highlighting all the pain and all the things mm -mm. that they struggle with or even if they're successful all the the failures and setbacks they've had to get to where they are now yeah i mean social media is a good marketing tool but it's not entirely life you know like everything is a process you know and, and to is the thing about social media it, it tends to only show the end result you know and that's bad no, I agree. There's some people out there that like like to paint the whole story. So yeah. in terms of marketing, there's like Gary Vaynerchuk and people like that that document the whole process, uh -huh. which I think is effective. So every day, you know, what they're doing, what they're going through. So it's a more um, authentic, a, yeah, more authentic view into their life instead of just the highlight reel. Yes. So I really appreciate you stopping by today. Can you let the audience know how they can find you? All right, so you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at I am LT Born. That's my username. Um, my website is ltborn.org. Um, you can always reach out to me. Um, I'm happy to talk about my book. Um, currently, the only thing I'm doing right now is promoting my book and um, releasing videos every week that discusses the chapters. So I, I don't have any major events coming up. But if you want to reach out to me and talk to me about the book or about your trauma, about anything, you know, I'm open to it. Awesome. Thanks again for stopping by. Thanks, Roman. It's a pleasure. Thank, no, thank you for having me on this great podcast. You know, it's been great. It's been very um, insightful. The thing about podcasting for me is that I always learn more about myself the more I do it. So I love it. You know, and, I, and I'm always happy to come back for a part two or three. Awesome. Thanks again. <laughs> That's it. This podcast has been brought to you by Nova Zora Digital. Find out how Nova Zora Digital can help your company grow online. Learn more at NovaZoraDigital.com. Until next time, all you digital savages.